come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing what's the big secret, God's mysteries, according to God's word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are back live in the PNT podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And you guys are awesome as always. You guys have guessed it. We're going to talk about mystery. Let's look at the biblical and the world meaning of mystery. Something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. We can find this 1 Corinthians 2, 9-11. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things of God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Wow. It is written. It is, it is in black and white. It is, it is written in a book. It is written. It is, it is solidified. It is history. It is written. Let me not forget the however which means when you use the word however, it means to disregard or contradict. I want you to read the verses preceding the ones that I just read. I want you to go back and get the context. What it speaks to me is this, or how I interpret God's statement about what we know, despite what we may think we know or have been educated on about God, is now being called into question. Why? Because with our natural worldly minds, We can never comprehend the mind of God. Okay, okay, peep this. A secret is only a secret if you're not giving the hints, clues, or information. That's because someone doesn't want you to know. A mystery is only a mystery because you have been given the clues and hints, but you don't approach it with the understanding that you have to use the proper tools to decipher it. Putting it another way, A mystery, unlike a secret, is shared, basically told to you. Don't worry, we got you, my young loyal listeners. Before I totally give the key to cracking the mystery, that ain't truly a mystery, let me read the rest of verse 9 again for you. The things God has prepared for those who love him. That's not a secret. These are the things that God has prepared for those who love him. It's not a mystery. He's telling you what he's prepared. Let me ask this question. Would God deliver an uncrackable mystery to those who love him if their lives depended on it? Why would God give us something that we could never comprehend if our lives depended on it? Because it's not a mystery. He gave us the key. He gave us the tools. Not at all. He wouldn't do it. God's a loving God, and he told us something that is definitely not a mystery. When he said, it's not his will, that any should perish, but have everlasting life. See, again, why would God give us a mystery that we couldn't crack when it's his will that none of us should perish and have everlasting life? Okay, here's the key. Here's the key. It's his spirit. 
he mentions his spirit three times as the key in these verses. If and only if you gave your life to Christ, you were given this key in the form of the Holy Spirit, a.k.a. the helper. He helps to do what? Let's look at verse 10. What does he help to do? These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For those that live in opposition to Christ, those who are the Antichrist, those who are agnostic, those who are just not Christ-like and don't want to be Christ and don't want to come to Christ and have not confessed his name, the whole Bible is a mystery. Well, let's think about that. Would that be a mystery or a secret? Because without the key, it is a secret. You unlock the mystery because of his spirit, which you have to have first. Father God, we come to you right now, giving you thanks for this great and awesome day that you gave us, a day that we have yet to see, but you saw fit that we would rise in. And Lord God, we thank you for the, the urging, the unctioning of the Holy Spirit that lives within us, that, that, that awakened us this morning, Lord God, that we may continue to discover you, your Son, the Holy Spirit, all that you have to offer us, Lord God. Because you said in your words, these things that, that, are, that have been revealed to us by your Spirit, you, you give it to those whom, who love you, oh God, so we thank you for it. And Lord God, we continue to pray for a spirit of love, humility, that only you can feel the love that we have for you, oh God. Have your way in our lives. And we thank you for that key. We thank you for your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are back in the PNT podcast studio after that short break. So let's look at some practical ways to understand God's mysteries that are truly not mysteries. The mysteries of God can be hard to comprehend if you don't seek after him. That's the key. You got to seek after God. Number one, study God's word faithfully. Blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves never wither. Whatever they do prospers. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. The key is this. We have to engross ourselves in God's word. We have to get to know God. That's the only way we can crack and understand what is no longer a mystery because I told you guys what the key was. So that is what you have to do. Number two, seek understanding and clarity. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Proverbs 4 and 7, here's the key. Getting God's wisdom will cost you something. It will cost you Xbox time. It will cost you gaming time. It will cost you time with your friends. It will cost you time at the mall. It will cost you time on social media. It will cost you time with your family. Yes, when you seek God, you have to seek God away from all of those things so he can impart real wisdom and understanding into you. So those mysteries will no longer be mysteries. So get that understanding and know that that cost was paid by God. Christ on the cross. So really, your debt was paid. So get the understanding. He's already paid it. Number three, trust the Holy Spirit with your life. Then Jesus calling out with a loud voice said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last breath. Luke 23, 46. Now, this is very important. 
You have to trust God. You have to place your life in his hands. Like Jesus said, I commit, I give to you my spirit, oh God. That's what he did. We have to commit ourselves to God as if it's our last breath too. Because that's how God knows that we are serious about cracking what is not a mystery. That we are serious about chasing after what God has for us. That we are chasing after to please him. So give your, give your spirit unto him. Trust your life with the Holy Spirit that he placed in you. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about wisdom. I told them that Proverbs 4, 7 tells us that wisdom is the principle, the most important thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. So just like last week, I took them back to school and explained that in order to get understanding, we have to what? Be taught. So when we start school, we are babies around about three or four years old. And as we go through promotions from elementary, middle and high school, each level of education building on the next, we learn more. We're introduced to new things, new subjects. And from there, you can see how our understanding is growing, expanding, all leading to us gaining more what? Wisdom, which comes from us what? Getting more understanding. It's no different than when we start our Christian walk. Our wisdom grows as we begin to understand more. We start as babes. We pray the now I lay me down to sleep prayer. But as we grow and gain more understanding, we begin to pray more deeper. We begin to pray for others. We begin to surrender ourselves more. We become more wiser with our decisions, wiser with choosing our friends, wiser with our commitments, taking life a little bit more seriously than before, growing in wisdom. In 1 Corinthians 2, 4 through 6, Paul tells us and shows us how he related to people. When he was with babes in Christ, he spoke in a way that they understood. And when he spoke with the more mature Christians, he spoke in a way that they understood. Did he stop speaking Christ? No. He spoke that all would understand. We need to be the same way, meeting people where they are, not trying to talk over their heads where it's hard for them to understand or speak to them like a child when they are mature. Don't make anyone feel less than because they don't know as much as you. Just like you receive understanding and wisdom, help another who is walking on this journey to get understanding and to walk in wisdom. In summary, the importance of understanding the mysteries of God, because it ain't no secret. I will close with these two quotes. Helping one person might not change the world, but it could change the world for one person. Jesus left us with no mystery on what he was doing. I am going away to prepare a place for you, John 14, 2. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.